Hello, everybody. This is Rafael Davidovich. Welcome to the Explorations Podcast, and today's Tuesday, which has been titled by yours truly as Tanya Tuesday. Today, we will be reviewing one of the most difficult chapters in my point of view, which is chapter 29, Perk Chof Tes, of this Sefer Shel Benonim, the book of the people in the middle. A quick review of the book until now. The Balatanya has written this work to tell us how the matter of keeping Torah and mitzvot and of being a good Jew is very accessible to everybody. How is it easily accessible? Sometimes it seems that doing the right thing for one's entire life, a life of Torah and mitzvot, can be quite difficult. So the Balatanya is right now on his third approach his third general piece of advice on how to see a life of t- a good life of Torah and Mitzvos as a good thing. The first piece of advice was that given from chapters 1 through 17, in which he says that you don't have to be inherently good in your kishkas, as long as you make sure that in the battle between your godly soul and your animal soul, you make sure to always win the battle, meaning the battle over what you say and what you do, and your active thoughts, then even if you're not truly perfect and sinless and your animal soul is still struggling against you, that's okay. That's the definition of a Benoni. The second approach on how to be a good Jew and the way that it's so accessible is to look at all mitzvos as merely flowing out of the centerpiece of what it means to be a Jew, that all Jews have, is that when you understand that God is the true reality, then every mitzvah is a function of behaving according to that reality, and every Avera has a little bit of idol worship. So any good Jew, any normal Jew, would rather give of his life rather than accept any idol or reject God. So just apply that to your life of Torah and mitzvahs. The third way, which we are right now in the middle of discussing, is to live a life of simcha. Simcha is the key to making it accessible, and dare I say, easy. However, what makes this difficult is that we have things that happen in our lives that make us not so happy. For example, we have struggles in our lives, material, physical struggles. We have spiritual struggles. So the first thing the Balatanya said in chapter 26, and you should listen to the podcast for chapter 26 as a review, is to understand that even the difficult things in life are there and they make us stronger and they are a greater sign of God's presence, the fact that we have challenges that make us greater, that drive us to success. Chapter 27 said that if the depression or the non-simcha comes from the fact that We have all these negative thoughts that seem to be pushing us to do the wrong thing, and that's getting us down and depressed. Then you should think that Hashem has given you a beautiful mitzvah called Losasuru Achrilvavchem Vacharenechem. Not to deviate from doing the right thing, that's a mitzvah. And if that's the mitzvah He gave you, then you should be happy that you have the opportunity to do a mitzvah. Don't think, well, I want a better mitzvah. That's the mitzvah Hashem gave you. Chapter 28 said that you need to be careful that when you do this mitzvah of losasuru, not uh, not to stray after your heart and eyes, that you should deal with it by just pushing it away and ignoring it, and not trying to tackle it and try to understand it too much. 
Because if you do that, you'll fall. Tzaddikim can do that. That's not meant for ordinary people. Chapter 29 is saying that if nothing seems to be working, meaning if when you try to think about how the struggles in life come from a high revelation of Hashem, and you try to think about how happy you should be, that you have this mitzvah of losasuru, and you try to just push the thoughts away, you can't do it because you're just down and depressed and you just feel brutal about yourself. Then chapter 29 says, when nothing seems to work, try to beat yourself up. Bitush in Hebrew. But not regular beating yourself up. Chapter 29 can be quoted as a Musser work, but it is not a conventional Musser work of, of criticism. What Bitush means is to criticize yourself, the word self being in air quotes. What does that mean? It means you devote a little bit of time Maybe it's once a week, maybe it's once a month, and you start yelling at your Nefesh Abahamis because that is the self of the non tzaddik, right? A Bainani or a Rasha, someone who's just trying to be safe in the middle, what does he try to do? He tries to look beyond his self. But what is that self? That self is the animal soul. So what you have to do is tell your animal soul, listen, you shagets, listen, you disgusting fared, you horse, you are not in charge. And how do I know that you're not supposed to be in charge? Because one, you've been pushing me and the whole world to do averos, to sin. And if you give it some more thought, even if you don't think of sins right away, you'll realize how much he's been pushing you to be selfish. Then you'll realize how many thoughts you've had, even in the form of dreams and negative thoughts, all the ne negativity, all the toxicity of your life. And you don't want that. Then you yell at the Nefesh Bahamas, the animal soul, for ruining your life. And this tactic, even though it seems strange, when you realize, who are you yelling at? You're not really yelling at yourself. You are yelling at your Nefesh Bahamas. You're basically saying, you are not in charge. I, or what should really be the ego, meaning the nefesh elokis, the godly soul, that part of God above, is the one who really should be in charge. So you get out of my head because you are a good-for-nothing piece of garbage, and I will focus on how to make the godly soul the true me. And we find that this has worked where sometimes Moshe Rabbeinu would criticize some people. For example, the people who wanted to, uh, who did not want to go, rather, into the Holy Land. And Moshe gave them a little bit of a yelling session, and they shaped up. Now, I will tell you that everyone knows nowadays that chapter 29, if not implemented properly, and it's very difficult to implement properly, can be quite difficult because nobody likes to be yelled at nowadays. Nobody even likes to be criticized nowadays, even in the slightest, most gentle way. We are a bunch of snowflake babies, which makes chapter 29 very difficult to implement. So what I will leave you with before we then go to chapters 30 and 31, which soften the blow a little bit, is simply to remember that he is not speaking about truly a person yelling at himself Rather, is to yell at that part of themselves that has driven them away from Hashem, which leads to remembering that the true nature of yours is as a chelek eloka mimal, a literal part of God above. That's all for chapter 29. 
We'll see you next time. Have a wonderful day.